0: ist der uh, Radierewan. This is Radierewan. Today with You Never Know The Truth. Also, auf gut bayerisch. Du warst nicht, ups, war wow, es. Ist, ist wahr, wow, ist richtig. Bist auf dem richtigen Weg. Ah, das ist jetzt schon ein bisschen Hochdeutsch. Aber es ist der Radierewan heute mit Wenn Theoretiker und Praktiker zusammenarbeiten oder wenn man sich ausdenkt, wie es hinter den schwarzen Löchern, den Protonen und den sich immer verschiebenden Energiemassen, wie es dahinter ausschaut und vor allem wie es dahinter reagiert. Today with meeting of theorists and experts, practical experts, with the question, what is behind quarks, Higgs, black holes, how is
1: it functioning,
0: what is really happening, was it the big bang, was it a bird, was it a plane, was it a worm. Was it a man? No, the radio.
2: Ever since I entered physics, people have been talking about this machine. The Large Hadron Collider, the biggest machine ever built by human beings, is finally going to turn on. And after many, many years of waiting and theorizing about how matter got created and about what the deep fundamental theory of nature is, uh, all those theories are finally going to be tested. And we're going to know something and we don't know what it's gonna be now, but we will know, and it's gonna change everything. And if the LHC sees new particles, we're on the right track, and if it doesn't, not only have we missed it, but we may not ever know how to it. We are at a fork in the road. Heard of a moment like this in history where an entire field is hinging on a single event? There is a general sense waiting for this machine to start, this massive machine that has taken so many years to build. Uh, we are all in great anticipation of what it might find. And every time there's even a rumor that a new particle is discovered, even before it turns on, uh, the entire field goes into a fever pitch.
3: I doubt anyone believes
4: that the most pressing (laughs) issues facing the nation include
5: an insufficient understanding of the origins of the universe.
2: And finally he's saying, well, if we don't do it, the Europeans will do it. Let them do it. We'll steal their technology like they steal our technology.
5: doch der überwiegende Teil unseres Wissens, Vertrauenssache. Geld und Wissen haben somit etwas gemeinsam. Beide sind gesellschaftliche Medien, die unseren Alltag leichter machen können. Das Geld bringt zeitliche und ordentliche Unabhängigkeit für unsere Geschäfte und Transaktionen und verrät uns durch den Preis einer Ware oder Dienstleistung etwas über deren Verfügbarkeit am Markt. (lacht) Der jeweilige Stand der Wissenschaft hilft uns bei komplexen Problemen Entscheidungen zu treffen. Voraussetzung hierfür ist, dass das primäre Interesse der Wissenschaftler die Wahrheit zu prüfen ist. Nichts anderes Interessen wie das Streben nach Gewinn, Karriere, Einfluss oder sonstigen persönlichen Vorteilen ah. oder wesentlich beeinträchtigt. Durch Hedgefonds und und Risikokapitalgesellschaften ins Wanken kommen können, kann auch eine Wissensrealise verheerende Folgen haben. Wir verzeugen die von Industrie und Forschern mitverantworteten Probleme in der Energie- und Nahrungsmittelversorgung oder die Gesundheitsschäden durch kriminelles Pharma-Marketing. Das Wirtschaftssystem, das sich als Motor der gesellschaftlichen Entwicklung durchgesetzt hat, wirkt in seinen Übergriffen auf fast alle anderen wichtigen Subsysteme zunehmend invasiv und deregulierend. Durch sein grenzenloses Wachstum zerstört oder gefährdet es Menschen. Mensch. Die beiden normalerweise durch jeweils eigenen Regeln arbeitenden Subsysteme der Wissenschaft einerseits und der Wirtschaft andererseits wirkten schon immer aufeinander ein. Das Streben nach Wahrheit im wissenschaftlichen und das Streben nach privatem Besitz im wirtschaftlichen Subsystem werden, wenn sie funktionieren sollen, durch komplexe gesamtgesellschaftliche Regeln und Ausgleichsmechanismen in ihre jeweiligen Schranken verwiesen. Das politische System und das Rechtssystem übernehmen Wächterfunktionen. Wenn es aber üblich wird, das Wissen Suche nach dem, was wahr und was nicht wahr ist, wirtschaftlichen, also privaten Interessen unterzuordnen, verliert das unabhängige gesellschaftliche Medium Wissen seine Funktion und wird zu einer Erscheinungsform des Mediums Geld. Ein intaktes System von Wissenschaft, Forschung und Lehre, welches natürliche, gesellschaftliche oder geistige Phänomene in Frage stellt, und durch seinen binären Code, wahr oder nicht wahr, beschreibt, verschafft eine vertrauenswürdige Grundlage, die es allen anderen Subsystemen der Gesellschaft erleichtert, ihre jeweilige Funktion effizienter und nachhaltiger wahrzunehmen. Produktivität und Gesamtleistungsfähigkeit einer Gesellschaft hängen von freier, unabhängiger und transparenter Forschung. Käufliche Wissenschaft erzeugt hingegen Misstrauen und Ratlosigkeit. Medien wie Geld, Macht oder Wissen sind nur von Nutzen, wenn die Menschen spüren, dass sie ihnen eine bestimmte Funktion zu Recht anvertraut haben. In Europa erleben wir gerade, wie der Zweifel an der Vertrauenswürdigkeit des Geldes, dessen Wert
1: benötigt. Ja, Wenn Geld
5: spekuliert oder werden darf, verliert es wichtige Funktionen. Ein Getreidepreis, der mit Spekulationen zustande gekommen ist, lässt keine Rückschlüsse auf eine mögliche Getreideknappheit zu. Als Indikator für die reale Nachfrage, an der sich die tatsächliche Produktion von Getreide ausrichten musste, taucht das Antwort durch. Dem Medium wissen vertrauen wir in analoger Weise. Ein Politiker, der die gesetzlichen Abgasgrenzwerte für die Meldepflicht für Krankheiten regelt, Ein Richter, der ein Gutachten einholt, um über Schadenersatz oder Schulden zu entscheiden. Ein Industriemanager, der wissen will, welche Folgen ein Produkt für die Umwelt haben könnte oder ein Arzt, der der Behandlung mit einem Medikament, über dessen Wirkungen und Nebenwirkungen ließ. Für sie alle ist es wichtig, den wissenschaftlichen Grundlagen ihrer Entscheidungen trauen zu können. Systematische Fehler gibt es innerhalb der Wissenschaft zuhauf. Sie aufzudecken und auszuschalten, muss Gegenstand eines offenen und ehrlichen Dialogs im globalen Netzwerk der Wissenschaft sein. Dafür sind Wissenschaftler geschult. Bei Verfälschungen hatten schon früher gewöhnlich die Herrschenden ihre Hand im Spiel Heute umkreisen Investoren wie Geier die geschwächten Universitäten und werden als Rettungsengel, Angel Investors, gefeiert. Als Stiftungsträger und Financiers diktieren sie immer häufiger die Forschungsthemen. Wegbereitend für diese Fehlentwicklung war in Europa die Lissabon-Strategie, die vor zwölf Jahren ausdrücklich das Ziel formulierte, die Union zum wettbewerbsfähigsten und dynamischsten wissensbasierten Wirtschaftsraum der Welt zu machen, zu einem Wirtschaftsraum, der fähig ist, ein dauerhaftes Wirtschaftswachstum mit mehr und besseren Arbeitsplätzen und einem größeren sozialen Zusammenhalt zu erzielen. Wissen wurde damit zu einem Instrument im internationalen Wettbewerb umfunktioniert. Aus der Wissenschaft als Hüterin des Mediums Wissen wurde die Forschungs- und Entwicklungsabteilung des Unternehmens Europa. Das Versprechen eines größeren sozialen Zusammenhalts wirkt angesichts der wachsenden sozialen Probleme
1: heute in wie
5: Inzwischen lässt sich die Gesundheits-, Agrar-, Energie- und Sicherheitsindustrie durch abhängige Forschung oder Einflussnahme auf Peer-Review-Prozesse ihr eigenes Wissen drucken. Wissenschaft kann ihre Funktion in Staat und Wirtschaft nur erfüllen, wenn sie, wie der Kompass eines Schiffes, unabhängig geeicht und ohne Missweisung, also ohne Ablenkung durch störende Kraftfelder in die Richtung anzeigt. Aus diesem Grunde haben die Freiheit und Unabhängigkeit von Forschung und Wissenschaft Oh, sí. Kritische Forscher haben bereits zahlreiche Beispiele für existenzielle Risiken durch korrumpierte Wissenschaft veröffentlicht. Jetzt warnte in Madrid das European Network of the Scientists for Social and Environmental Responsibility www.ems. mit anderen Gruppen erneut, dass unser Wissenschaftssystem den zukünftigen Herausforderungen für Umwelt und Gesellschaft nicht gewachsen sein Damit Stabilität und Nachhaltigkeit eines Systems gesichert sind, muss nach den Regeln der bio seine negative Rückkopplung starker sein als die Instrumentalisierung der Wissenschaft, die von Sponsoren und geleitete Auswahl von Publikationen oder Unterdrückung von Forschungsergebnissen, der boomende Markt für wissenschaftliche Gütesiegel und gekaufte Unbedenklichkeitsgutachten, die Publikationswettbewerbe Publish or Perish und das Heranwachsen drittmittelabhängiger Forschungsgenerationen, Diese Prozesse prägen inzwischen europaweit die Hochschullandschaft Landschaft und führen zu einer zunehmenden Beliebigkeit und Entwertung des Wissens. Die Möglichkeit, Wissen als geistiges Eigentum zu produzieren und damit zu handeln, setzt schon jetzt im gesellschaftlichen Schlüsselbereich in gefährliche Fehlanreize und verlagert die Folgekosten von Fehlentwicklungen und globalen Schäden auf die Opfer und die öffentlichen Kassen. Eine orientierungslose Energiepolitik, gefälschte Pandemieprognosen und unzureichende Risikoforschung bei Gentech und Nanotechnologien lassen ahnen, welchen vermeidbaren Risiken Menschen umwelt oder eine vertrauenswürdige Wissenschaft ausgehen.
2: It got very political. Uh, It was very expensive, very complicated. It's hard for physicists to explain why we do these kinds of experiments. The purpose of the machine is not military application, it's not commercial application. It's to understand something about the basic laws of physics. There are two kinds of particle physicists. They're the experimentalists. They build the big machines run the experiments, analyze the data, and try to discover things, like new particles. And then there are the theorists, like me. We construct the theories that try to explain everything we see in nature. Without us, the experimentalists are in the dark. But without them, we'll never know the truth.
6: facts about the universe is that it's big. So you might wonder, why is the universe big? There's actually a single number called the cosmological constant that plays a crucial role in determining what the universe looks like. In fact, around 10 years ago, astronomers discovered a really remarkable fact. The universe is getting bigger and bigger at a faster and faster rate. This rate is a million, billion, 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 times slower than what we'd actually predict. When you're off by a factor of a million, billion, 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 there's something very wrong with your understanding of basic physics. Even worse, this one number the cosmological constant needs to have this extremely precise value and if the value was different even by a tiny bit, we would radically change what the world looks like around us. If you saw a situation where if a, uh, the parameter has a very dangerous value, you change it a little bit, uh, the world would change radically and we'd be dead, we couldn't possibly live. You, know, you would wonder where that came from, you know, how is that possible? So just on the face of it, you would look at the situation and say, wow, Someone really cared to put this parameter at just the right value so that we get to be here and that uh, it's a pleasant universe and and really cares a lot. This is the sort of thing that really keeps you up at night. Really makes you wonder, maybe we've got something about the whole picture, the big picture, totally, totally, totally wrong.
7: Am 31. Mai wurde im Sudan ein Journalist von der Anklage freigesprochen, die Zusammenarbeit mit den Behörden verweigert zu haben. Der Reporter Freisal Mohamed Salik war nach einem Interview, in dem er am 24. April im Sender Al-Jazeera den sudanesischen Präsidenten al-Bashir kritisiert hatte, vom Nationalen Geheimdienst NISS vorgeladen worden. Zwei Wochen lang musste er dort täglich verstarren. um acht Stunden lang vergeblich auf sein Verhör zu warten. Schließlich wurde er für sechs Tage Haft genommen, ehe er ein Richter seiner Freilassung verfügte. Der Befragte in einem Urteil, der NILSS habe die Gesundheit des Journalisten gefährdet, weil dieser während der ganztägigen Wartezeiten wieder etwas zu trinken noch zu essen bekommen haben. Ja. 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 for fun, I wanted to tell you that uh, uh, the enabling technologies
2: that... He has some of the most famous theories that will be tested at the LHC, but he doesn't know if any of them are true. So there's an intensity with which he approaches physics. If he works on a paper that could result in a Nobel Prize, he doesn't allow more than three people on the paper, because you can only share the Nobel Prize with three people. That's the level at which he's operating, and the impact he's trying to have. ...and
7: takes us beyond the confines of atomic physics. In particle physics, you have to have a threshold amount of intelligence, whatever that means. But the thing that differentiates scientists is purely an artistic ability to discern what is a good idea, what is a beautiful idea, what is worth spending time on, and. Most importantly, what is a problem that is sufficiently interesting, yet sufficiently difficult, that it hasn't yet been solved, but the time for solving it has come now.
2: The truth.
0: Radi Erevan, Sie hören in You listen to Radi on Radio Korax today with what might be behind what might be behind this visible world. Is there a super symmetry was ist jetzt denn wirklich hinter unserer Welt? Gibt es eine andere Welt? Wie schaut's aus? Was ist denn wirklich hinter den Protonen? Ist da eine Supersymmetrie? Was ist es? Was kann es sein, oder? Sind wir eigentlich alle völlig falsch gewickelt.
4: How do you build an experiment to discover something that the theory predicts? That aspect is what I love.
6: So people have been waiting for this experiment, the LHC, for a very long time. Nothing like it has ever happened. All the superlatives are justified. This is the case where the, where the, where the hype is uh, the hype is approximately accurate. To get you know, 3,000 people to work on an experiment together, whose goal is to understand what's going on at distances a thousand times smaller than the proton. This is, you know, this is a, a really extraordinary testament to what uh, the, to, to some of the, some of the highest ideals we can have as, as, as human beings. It's, it's... Nima and
2: I got our PhDs around the same time. He's a couple years ahead of me. And Nima is the, the star of our generation the guy we all followed and looked up to and tried to keep up with and tried to outpace if we could.
7: Since
6: the mid-70s, we've had an amazingly successful theory of nature uh, we call the standard model of particle physics. But sitting in the heart of the theory is a sickness. Very, very glaring conceptual problems that infected this fantastic understanding. Why is the universe big? Why is gravity so much weaker than all the other forces? The kinds of answers that this theory gives to these questions seems so patently absurd that we think that we're missing something very, very big. And on top of all of that, there's one prediction of this theory, absolutely crucial for it to even make internal theoretical sense. And this is the famous Higgs particle. The Higgs or something like it must show up. If it doesn't show up, there's something truly deeply wrong, very, very deeply wrong with the way we are thinking about physics. Uh, There are strong reasons to think that some of these questions will find answers at the LHC. There's been no shortage of ideas for what uh, they might be. Um, But uh, this is really um, this generation of people's, my generation of people's only shot.
2: You can liken it to when we put a man on the moon. It's that level of collaborative effort, I would say even bigger than that. This is closer to something like human beings building the pyramids. Why did they do it? Why are we doing it? We actually have two answers. One answer is what we tell people, and the other answer is the truth. (laughs) I'll tell you both. And there's nothing incorrect about the first answer. It's just, it doesn't, it's not the thing that drives us. It's not how we think about it. But it's something you can say quickly, and the person you're talking to won't, you know, get diverted or pass out or or pick up the SkyMall catalog if you happen to be next to them on an airplane. Answer number one, we are reproducing the uh, physics, the conditions, uh, just after the Big Bang. We're doing it in this collider and we're reproducing that so we can see what it was like when the universe just started. This is what we tell people. Okay, answer two. We are trying to understand the basic laws of nature. Um, It sounds slightly more mild, but this is really where we are and what we're trying to do. We study particles because just after the Big Bang, all there was was particles. And they carry the information about how our universe started and how it got to be the way it is and its future. At the beginning of the 1900s, it became clear that all known matter, everything that we know about, is made of atoms. And that atoms are made of just three particles, the electron, the proton, and the neutron. In the 30s, other particles were discovered. And by the 1960s, there were hundreds of new particles with a new particle discovered every week, and there was mass confusion. Until a number of theorists realized that there was a simple mathematical structure that explained all of this. That most of these particles were made of the same three little bits we call quarks. And that there are only a handful of truly fundamental particles, which all fit together in a nice, neat pattern. And there was born the standard model. Eventually, all the particles in the theory were discovered except one, the Higgs. The Higgs is unlike any other particle. It's the linchpin of the standard model. Its theory was written down in the 1960s by Peter Higgs and a number of other theorists. We believe it is the crucial piece responsible for holding matter together. It is connected to a field which fills all of space and which gives particles like the electron mass and allowed them to get caught in atoms and thus is responsible for the creation of atoms, molecules, planets, and people. Without the Higgs, life as we know it wouldn't exist. But to prove that it's true, we have to smash particles together at high enough energy to disturb the field and create a Higgs particle. If the Higgs exists, the LHC is the machine that will discover it.
4: Let's assume you're successful and everything comes out okay. Sure. What do we gain from it? What's the economic return? How do you justify all this? By the way, I am an economist.
2: I I don't hold it against you. Um, The question by an economist uh, was, uh, what is the financial gain of running an experiment like this and the discoveries that we will make in this experiment? And it's a very, very simple answer. I have no idea. (laughs) We have no idea. When, When radio waves were discovered, they weren't called radio waves because there were no radios. They were discovered as some sort of radiation. Basic science for big breakthroughs needs to occur at a level where you are not asking what is the economic gain You're asking, what do we not know, and where can we make progress? So what is the LHC good for? Could be nothing other than just understanding everything.
4: the LHC is basically the most fundamental of experiments. It's like what any child would design as an experiment. You take two things and you smash them together. And you get a lot of stuff that comes out of that collision and you try to understand that stuff. Now, in this case, what we're smashing together is tiny protons, which are inside the center of every atom. And in order to get them going as fast as possible, we have to build this huge 17-mile ring. And we run those protons around the ring multiple times to build up speed, almost to the speed of light. And then we collide two beams going in opposite directions at four points. And at those four points are four different experiments, ATLAS, LHCB, CMS, and ELISE. Now, I work on the Atlas experiment. An Atlas is like a huge seven-story camera that takes a snapshot of every single collision. And that's billions of collisions. And the hope is that we'll see the very famous Higgs particle. But every time we've turned on a new accelerator at a higher energy, we've always been surprised. So the real hope is that we'll see the Higgs there's also something amazingly new.
3: which really uh, it's, uh, really frustrating. Uh, we cannot even go there and uh, investigate what happened. You have to warm up the magnets and warming up the magnets needs to be done on a very slow pace and uh, uh, in order not to break them, then you can investigate and cool them down again.
6: The Hadron Collider it is to be shut down for at
2: least two months. CERN, the European organization... The
4: Scientists here, at CERN are trying to put on a brave face. A faulty electrical connection between two magnets led to a ton of liquid helium being leaked into the 27-kilometre tunnel. The first high-speed particle collisions were due to take place later this month. The goal now is simply to get this
1: vastly complex machine working.
3: Off their jacks. We've actually put in enough energy to to melt it and to vaporize a whole tube of and stuff's uh, all covered in a sort of black metallic dust. Completely catastrophic. Eh? Completely catastrophic. There's no more vacuum in the beam vacuum so we can as well open it up and see whether there's any dust because if there's dust it means we have to clean all the way until it's uh, I hope in the worst case we have. Not to take out more than 20 or
6: so. I did say that I thought it was a mistake for CERN to have this gigantic celebration and for things just when it just had a few protons wander- wandering around in one direction around the ring, that it was just a bad idea to have so much hoopla before anything was actually happening. Uh, at the time, when people were asking me whether I was going to CERN to celebrate, I said, I'm going to go to CERN when there's a reason to celebrate, you know, when things are colliding into each other and something is starting to happen, not, the, not, not for some crappy PR reason. Um, and that that backfired, that I think really, that really backfired and I think that was a PR disaster. It was a PR disaster largely of CERN's own making. You don't go around you know, having gigantic parties before anything has happened.
3: magnets that have come out are being, being refurbished. So they're sort of trundling through about six magnets a week now. So that's no longer the bottleneck. Now they're kind of getting to the state where they're ready to start redoing the interconnects in the tunnel. And um, they're already about a week or two behind on that, given the complexity. and <laughs> The other thing is that they're drilling these bloody holes in the magnets. Yeah, because they, like, when I heard this last time, they were saying that all their tools are breaking. And that sort of business. But it begs, it begs the question, of course, you know, what are the risks? I mean, you're yeah. kind of basically, you're going...
7: I don't know. We didn't actually think so much about the collateral effects of the helium, like nobody yeah, has. Nobody.
3: Yeah, nobody,
1: nobody.
3: There's been a lot of investigations hmm. into the cause of the original problem, and the general agreement is that we run at half design energy. experimental, so I'm going to be happy. Well, oh. awesome. So, yeah, so the, so the late schedule is... that's we just put out is D-Day beams back
7: yeah. on Why mind. do people have curiosity? You know, why do we care about how distant parts of the universe, things that happened billion years ago, like the Big Bang, why do we find them that interesting? It doesn't affect what we do day to day. Uh, but nevertheless, once you have curiosity, you can't control it. It will ask questions about the universe. It will ask questions about harmonic patterns that create Art music.
6: If you believe that. Our entire universe is a tiny little minuscule speck in a gigantic multiverse, which is mostly lethal. That's a polar opposite philosophy for what the universe looks like. In fact, it's an idea that many physicists loathe because certain questions then become things that we will not hope to be able to understand. Nima is now an
2: advocate for this idea that the laws of physics are different in different parts of this multiverse, that what we measure in experiments are not deep mysteries of nature, but they're just random accidents in our universe. That maybe even the Higgs itself is a random accident that has occurred in our universe and lets life exist, but has no explanation. In a sense, it's the end of
6: physics. On the one hand, we have the direction that we've been on for the last 400 years towards increasing beauty, simplicity, symmetry, and a path that has time and time again paid off with deeper and deeper insights about the way the world works. On the other hand, we have the idea of the multiverse, which would move us to a real picture, not of symmetry and beauty and order, but fundamentally of chaos on enormous distances. This is the really very very big scale question, which the LHC is going to uh, push us in one way or the other.
4: years of not having data, and new data, new physics, is just so much possibility, and even though you're rediscovering the standard model, that is more exciting, but the most exciting thing about the data is not the first collision, because the first collision, okay, great, first collision, everyone loves the first, but the most exciting thing about the data is the, you know, one millionth collision, or the two millionth collision, or the fact that collisions just keep coming and coming and coming and coming, and the more and more collisions we have, the more and more chance we have to look at the interesting physics it just means more and more and more data for us.
2: The running is pretty good. But
1: right now it's running amazingly. Yeah, right
7: now you can see the day of reckoning is in several months. to hear rumors on that. Well,
6: we should no, be hearing rumors now. We really should be hearing. I'm rumors a little now. worried
7: actually. It's yeah.
6: <laughs> well, we're hearing murmurs. What? What?
1: Yeah. Well, murmurs. Um, we're, we're hearing <laughs> murmurs.
6: They either there isn't much there, or they're doing a very good job keeping the poker face. Yeah.
1: Well, I. Um, or
4: think there's still yeah. a point where. Half of they are still trying to figure out what's a rumor and what's a rumor internally. And I think right. that's probably actually true.
6: Right. The problem is that also I take completely innocent remarks and vastly overinterpret them. Obviously, we're going to learn about the first discovery on Twitter and yeah. Facebook. That's so sad, but I think it's true. <laughs> it is. You, you mean I, I,
2: I should check the archive first thing, in the way? Yeah, like the archive is oh, the good. last thing. The archive yeah. is the, <laughs> archive. <laughs> the last <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> <line>. Check
3: Nima's <laughs> Twitter feed. Yeah, then check it. the archive.
2: Yeah. If Nima oh. has a Twitter
4: feed, and right. there's something.
2: Us a hint about what comes next.: If the mass uh, is on the lighter side, then that's consistent with some of the standard things we've been looking for. Supersymmetry generally favors that the Higgs is as light as possible. About 115 times the mass of the proton. It's 115 GeV Giga electron volts. If on the other hand, the Higgs is 140 GeV, 140 times the mass of the proton, it's a terrible mass because 140 GeV is associated with theories that rely on the multiverse.
1: Atlas has a little bump here, a small excess visible near 140. And
2: now, holy crap, it's 140. It's starting to look like nature has made its choice.
1: What do we learn
4: if the LHC it does discover a Higgs of 140? Nothing else. Chaos. <laughs> OK.
2: The problem with the multiverse is that it says the Higgs might be the last particle we ever see.
7: So what you should do, I think the Higgs mass issue.
2: If we don't see any new particles besides the Higgs, we don't get any explanation for dark matter. We don't know how the Higgs itself got a mass. We never get access to the deeper theory. All that information could be in the other universes. We may be at the end of the road. That's it. Uh, I guess. If it's right at that number, then it would be so fucking astounding.
4: Here, the F is, right? I mean, there's nothing. I mean, where's all the other stuff? Where yeah. are the other particles? What happened to dark matter? I've I mean, heard
2: of the f- many theories
0: saying that uh, new particles might be at even higher energies. Or so, right. who knows? I
3: mean, it, it always comes differently. Yeah. Who knows if there's other interesting things, you all know? Somehow, it always comes
4: differently than you expect. I know that the theorists are all up in arms because, you know, be heavy Higgs, but... You
0: know, I've always said like the worst case scenario I think would be Higgs and Higgs only. I know I know. If this doesn't show up by the end of next year, then we
7: can change subject, I think. If you don't see any specifics in it. No, but if it's 140, that would be serious. Yeah. Keep telling to the student that it's much better to be in that situation that that,
0: than in my situation, right? In which I've spent forty years on nothing. On
7: nothing,
1: you see? Don't
7: tell me. Uh, This is uh, my nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) For you it's a nightmare. It's it's only 30 for me. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, At the moment it's scary. At the moment it's scary. scary. My conscience is uh, more
0: or less okay. I struggled all the time. But but, judging from outside uh, (laughs) is a bit of a shame.
7: Yes. Then we have to wait another couple of years for the you, next round. myself, I doubt. No, another yeah. two years. I'm saying. I yeah, but you see, I mean, I, uh, first of all, I will have retired by that time. But, right? but still, it doesn't matter. You'll be working no. harder. <laughs> no, I will. I will follow that. I doubt. No, but independent of that, uh, I, I, I think you, you, you'll know the truth. Yes. Uh, yes. No. Yes. Yeah. And that's the you, important you're thing. You're right.
0: You're right. You're right. Yes. You're right. Oh, no, you're,
7: right. you're huh? right. Yes, of course. <clears throat> Coffee is a very serious business in the life of a theorist. It's not like physics research, where you can wait for thirty years before you know if you are right. Within a few minutes, it pays off. If you, if you succeed, it's great. If you fail you get to try another one in another minute. In particle physics, you construct a theory 20 years ago, and it may take that long before you know if you're on the right track. Jumping from failure to failure with undiminished enthusiasm is the big secret to success.
2: Well, the hint that the Higgs was 140 GeV, has disappeared. All of the, the new data that just came in uh, didn't make the peak bigger. It sort of filled in the gaps and now the peak doesn't look very good. Um, in fact the belief is that it's gone away and that the Higgs can't be 140 GeV. Um, in order for us to believe that we've discovered it, that peak needs to be big and and basically keep growing as the data comes in. It's a statistical thing. Uh, We call it the Greek letter sigma. If you reach a height of five sigma, that's when you know that you've seen something. And the probability that that just happens by accident is one in three and a half million. But, The Higgs, it's not at 140, which is a bit of a relief because there's still hope it might be down around 115. We like 115 because if the Higgs is that light, the theory says there has to be new particles, like supersymmetry. Otherwise, the universe is unstable. It wouldn't have survived this long.
0: Es war der Radio Yerevan. This was Radio Yerevan. Heute mit Higgs Supersymmetry und der großen Frage, was bewegt sich und wo es sich im Zerr? Today with the questions of Higgs, protons, supersymmetry And of course a lot of other questions, how the universe might be coming in function and how it is with its function, especially with all these people who are working at CERN, unter anderem mit der Musik von Taxidomon, Sakamoto, Philipson, Finn today with the music by Sakamoto, Taxidomon, Lange, Finn and others.